Welcome to not doing the one word at a time. We're not. We didn't rehearse that. <laughs> All right. Hello. Welcome to popcorn and playlists. The podcast. Uh, it, that's very. That would be really funny if our voices were different. Uh, yes. <laughs> it just seems like one of us is stammering at this. Point. <laughs> this this guy has a weird meter. That's. <laughs> Uh, so I'm Sean. I'm going to talk about music from a band that talks about or sings rather in music. You don't, well, we're, I'm going to talk about music <laughs> and I'm Randy. I'm going to talk about movies that I haven't seen. <laughs> um, I think we started with you last time. So I'm going to go first. This yes, time. please do. Please. We'll, we'll end on a high note. Um, <laughs> so, <laughs> um, Let's see. I got some okay stuff on my Discover Weekly this week. Um, there were two bands that I would have been so into in high school, but now I could do without. Um, <laughs> <laughs> oh, you grew up? I grew up just a little bit. Uh, one of them is a, a very fun pop punk band called Magnolia Park. Um, they popped up on a, a playlist and it was very pop punk, but very 2023. And it was neat to see the subject matter change to, to, you know, 2023 topics. Uh, but it was still old fallout boy, Paramore pop punk kind of stuff. <laughs> I don't, that's fine. Um, they That's were a fun description it's yeah you know it's fun for their audience and yeah. I, I hope that their audience expands and they grow and they all enjoy pop punk while they still have patience for it uh the other one um a song called hour of rats by the red cord it is just growl screaming the entire time through <laughs> it's a lot of fun but again i'm like i don't I can't do this for hours on end anymore. So <laughs> but, very. it's funny how, how uh, when you're younger and you're listening to whatever music you're listening to, you're okay with the added stress it puts in your head. Right. <laughs> but then you come home from work as an adult and you go, I don't need any more than <laughs> It's not fun anymore. <laughs> Just, I've been screaming in my head all day, so why not put an end to that? Um, another fun one, um, a song called I Won't Pay by Bare Hands. It takes a while to get to the point, um, but it's a really good track. Um, they, Say it again so our listeners can write it down. Bare hands, B-E-A-R. Bare hands. Yeah. Track called I Won't Pay. Um, that one's very I fun. I love it. Um, some other ones worth checking out that I won't go into descriptions for. Um Gannon Main by Dogleg. I love that. <laughs> <laughs> I'm so glad that marijuana is legal. <laughs> 
What should we name our next song, man? <laughs> you know, um, Houseboat by Growing Pains is a, a fun track. Cool. Um, Anthem for the Already Defeated Rock Plaza Central is the band's name. That one's very folk punk. Um, that yeah. one's, it, it's almost a parody of folk rock or folk punk. Um, in how folk punk it is so it's... oh that's awesome, that's <laughs> awesome. Um, and the one that, that really caught my attention is this um the song is called you will go and it's by a band called the ongoing concept and this is a a new genre of music to me it's a hardcore um power chords the whole way through chug 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 dance drum beats though lots of screaming lots of melody going on it's it's dance hardcore is is all that it is that uh that sounds amazing actually i am going to listen it's um they they are not the best in the genre but it's still a a very fun newer kind of concept that that i've been exposed to some some other ones in the genre would be um electric cowboy um electric cowboy got famous for really good music videos on youtube um and they tried to launch that music video success into becoming germany's um entry into eurovision oh yeah yeah uh, and if you haven't watched it, um, the Fire Saga or Eurovision, the Fire Saga story on Netflix is. I have seen that. It's one of the funniest movies. It's, it's freaking awesome. Yes. <laughs> highly, highly recommend it. It was one of those that we saw accidentally. Oh, yeah. <laughs> and could not stop watching because it was so good. <laughs> There's, yes. Yes, it was. <laughs> Very, very good movie. <laughs> anyway. Um, so, and the uh, Dance Gavin Dance would be another example of um, hardcore dance music because um, it's meaningless pop is all that it really is, but it's faster and screamier. So, yeah. <laughs> if you want the exact opposite of folk punk where they're making you constantly think about societal ills, uh, I listen love it. to the ongoing concept electric cowboy or so it's like like um bubble gum mixed with chewing tobacco <laughs> <laughs> like a real baseball player <laughs> <laughs> how's it going coach <laughs> <laughs> blow a bubble it pops and just shrapnel of tobacco <laughs> oh, God. and smoke <laughs> <laughs> our shortstop's really rude <laughs> Uh, You'll so they're very fun um, last cool. one I do have to bring it up um, a band called Hotel Mira a song called Bully for You it's this very weird mend of Muse and the Black Keys thrown together to be something that actually sounds good I don't like Muse or the Black Keys nor do I <laughs> <laughs> but combine them you get the pretentiousness of Muse with the um, 
distortion pedals of the black keys and it's just pretty good and a drummer who doesn't know how to play <laughs> oh i'm sorry we're keeping this podcast positive aren't we <laughs> we, we are positive no. that there's very little talent in the that <laughs> <laughs> that jack guy he's the lead singer right of black keys or he's the singer um <laughs> i don't jack, know whatever his name is he's he's not bad he's very much an artist and and he has some really creative thoughts okay so add him to muse i can see it okay all so, right that's really we'll, cool uh, we'll see what ai can create for us over <laughs> oh that's a good idea <laughs> i'm pretty sure any of those bots will first go really <laughs> i'm artificial intelligence not artificial stupid <laughs> Um, all right. The the main thing that I'm here to talk about this evening is one of the best concept bands since Guar. Um, <laughs> That's a phrase I never thought I'd hear in my life. <laughs> you gotta love the the idea of Guar and their ability to stick to the lore and remain yes. in character i think is the the real challenge of all of that yes and I playing you humans without giggling um, playing playing with your butt exposed <laughs> like the red hot chili peppers <laughs> right right yeah <laughs> same opinion well, take the opportunity um the <laughs> av club used to do live recordings of bands okay and the band would have to pick from a list of songs and as the season went on the list dwindled and dwindled and dwindled so oh, the goal was to get in early so you could pick what song you wanted guar did a cover of these are the people that died for for theirs <laughs> and it was just after their lead singer passed and they oh. um they, they very touchingly throughout the the lead singer's name as one of the people that died and it was good performance the musicianship of guar their ability to play guitar in those costumes first is yes insane yes but it was a little bit of heart from guar and that was oh that's awesome very fun. but we aren't here to talk about we are not guar. here to talk about guar we're talking about the best concept band since guar since guar yes um I'm going to go to the Wikipedia site for this band. They are called the Proto Men. Um, Proto Men, I want you to start with this quote. Um, they formed as a whole bunch of college buddies in 2004. The quote here is, we basically gathered up all our good friends from the local rock bands of Mefreesboro, tied ourselves together, and tried to walk. And somehow it worked. At the time, we noticed a void in rock and roll, a hole that could only really be filled with grown men and women painting up like robots and playing some fierce and furious rock music based on a 1980s video game. We were fairly certain no one else was going to fill that hole, but by God, it's filled now and you can thank us later. <laughs> they created a multi-album backstory of this dystopian world that created Mega Man. Oh, and God. all of their songs are about this story 
of Mega Man. Nice. And it's hilarious the whole way through. The one of the things that that always made me laugh about the song and video of um, what does the fox say, which we watched a lot because our kid was just old enough to start watching videos when that came out. Um, was the the attention to detail and the amount of effort that went into making that song happen. Proto Man is a constant experience in what does the fox say. <laughs> oh, that's awesome! That's awesome. I I did admire the people who did what does the fox say for that reason, the detail and the uh, the knowledge. So, <laughs> Proto Man. Okay. Yep. Proto Proto Man. They have um, one, two, three, four at least four albums out since 2004. And again, recognizing that these are all tales of a dystopian future that created Mega Man. Um, they came up with four albums four about albums this topic. Large bands. Uh, one of the people is called Kilroy. Uh, you got to respect that. Yes. yes. Um, <laughs> so. How wonderful. <laughs> check them out. Um, very right, good. Well, that's, that's it for the podcast. I'm going to go watch that video. <laughs> no, wait. <laughs> that's, uh, that's wonderful. Playlists uh, are good this week. Yes. Music is fun. I, I have been listening to a lot of audiobooks um, in, instead of music. Um, yes. And been listening to uh, business novels, um, classic tales from Eliyahu Goldratt. Um, who created the theory of constraints and popularized them by publishing business novels. It's uh that sounds great. Yeah. <laughs> They're so 80s. It's amazing. Nobody wow. has a cell phone. They have to send faxes. <laughs> right, right. Oh. oh. It's so bad. It's so bad. But the theories still hold true, and it's really good yeah. problem-solving techniques, as well as identifying how to find efficiencies in your workplace. Yeah. Anyway, talk about movies and something exciting. All right. So <laughs> I, I promised that I'm going to talk about movies that I've never seen. And the reason why I have never seen them is because they were never made. <laughs> All right. I found a list of movies that that were possibly made that were really on their way to being made, but they were never made. Okay. So I'm going to talk about just a couple of them, maybe three or four. Um, E.T. 2. No. They almost made this. No. It was called E.T. 2 Nocturnal Fears. No. Yeah. It's one of the most, uh, E.T. was you know family film. Yeah. Happy joy, go team, a little sad. You know, whatever you feel for A.T. and Elliot and all that kind of stuff. But Steven Spielberg and another writer, a screenwriter, Melissa Matheson, outlined a sequel movie that would have had a spaceship filled with carnivorous aliens kidnap and torture Elliot and company. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that didn't get made. I'm... I don't know why. <laughs> then there was another one called Superman Lives. And this one got pretty far into the uh the the process. 
including um, some some video that you can watch on YouTube of Nicolas Cage as Superman. Love it. Isn't that great? It would have been so, amazing. <laughs> guess who the director would have been? Who? Tim Burton. Oh, from Batman to Superman with Nick Cage. With Nick Cage. And uh, Kevin Smith co-writing the script. Oh. <laughs> wow. So, it says the project was eventually killed, but not before the studio burned $30 million on it. Jeez. <laughs> <laughs> it's crazy. Um, there was another one uh, to about who framed Roger Rabbit 2. And it was, it was uh, the sequel script was written by Robert Zemeckis. Okay. And he had agreed to t return as the director. Eric Goldberg even produced some test footage of a CGI Roger Rabbit for the project, huh. but it would cost too much to make. <laughs> so very, very sad. Um, that's there was what that's very interesting. That's that's a movie that the it, it, Roger Rabbit's like a perfect movie. It is. It did not need any expanding on that universe. And more dead it. shoes. I mean, that would have been. It, yeah, we don't need. Yeah, we don't need a franchise. We just need that one movie. <laughs> yeah. That made everybody cute. <laughs> uh, Stanley Kubrick. He had over 270 books on Napoleon, and he spent years researching the French emperor. Uh, he was. Napoleon was going to be Stanley Kubrick's uh, follow-up film to 2001 A Space Odyssey. <laughs> he even wrote a 148-page screenplay about it, all about it. But he couldn't convince MGM to produce it. So instead, what did he make? A Clockwork Orange. <laughs> From Napoleon to really screwed up. <laughs> well, wow napoleon's pretty screwed up so <laughs> yeah yeah i guess it all works right <laughs> um david cronenberg uh he made the fly in 1986 okay and in the 1980s it says viewers nearly got to see his take on the gruesome classic frankenstein so he was going to do a mary shelley version of frankenstein and to, by making uh, Frankenstein a more sympathetic and, and complex character. Yeah. <laughs> uh, it never progressed, though. That, I would that, have loved to see Jeff Goldblum play Frankenstein's monster. Wouldn't that have been really cool? <laughs> I think. No, I don't know. I don't know. I can't do a Jeff Goldblum impression. <laughs> he's, he's good. He's too good for him. Um, and then I think I'll... I think I'll end with, well, I won't end with this, and there's one more, but uh, a little bit of trivia. Uh, Orson Welles, his first movie that he attempted to sell to studios was Joseph Conrad's Heart of Darkness. Huh. Um, it was really a hard project to make, especially for a new filmmaker and all that kind of stuff. But uh, he was able to get into the studios and pitch his ideas. They didn't like Heart of Darkness, 
but uh, they bit on his follow-up idea. This was second fiddle, Citizen Kane. <laughs> the perfect movie. <laughs> one of the one of the most amazing movies of all time. And I know that to say it's a it's a classic and all that kind of stuff is is trite, but <laughs> it's it's the classic. It's the that's, classic, yeah. That's uh, I would not have envisioned Citizen Kane as the B side. Right. That's, exactly. <laughs> it's just it's just so well done. And I'm positive after reading a little bit more about his first pitch, I'm positive that it was his first pitch that got him in the door. Mm -hmm. And they were saying, you know, that Martin, that movie is garbage, but you're pretty good. <laughs> so what do you, what else do you have? Interesting. Uh, yeah. Um, Halo video game series was going to mm -hmm. have a movie about it. Um, the, the director behind Ex Machina, Machina, Excellent. and Annihilation, Alex Garland. Um, oh. Si uh, Peter Jackson had signed on to produce it. Guillermo del Toro was considered to direct. Oh. Um, but then they went with the guy who directed District 9. Oh. Um, creative differences between the filmmakers, the studio, and the video games owner, Microsoft. The project fell apart. <laughs> that's that's way too many cooks. That's way way too many cooks. <laughs> and uh, all right, so here's the. Well, all right, two more. <laughs> I love these. Okay, Jurassic Park Four. Okay, so the franchise exists and it, it went on, but it was going to be rebooted, and Jurassic Park Four in 2015. Um. Or before it was Jurassic World in 2015, it it shows diamond. I'm sorry, it shows dinosaur human hybrids that would have veered into the series in full horror territory. Would have veered <laughs> the series into full horror territory. Um, a leaked <laughs> script revealed that the creatures were bred to be fighting machines. <laughs> Thank goodness we dodged that one. Yeah, that was That's... that was a good one. Even Jurassic one. World is better than that concept. <laughs> yeah. Keep it a little family friendly. Yeah, people get poked <laughs> out and their eyes get poked out by pterodactyls, but whatever. It's not a bunch Fine. of human dinosaur hybrids. <laughs> Welcome to Gymnastic Park. <laughs> I, I like that the writers didn't think if they 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 only wanted to know if they can they didn't stop to think if they should That's... <laughs> but look a jurassic park for jurassic world did come out so i guess you know what nature found a way <laughs> <laughs> here's one that the final one all right are you, are you ready for this it involves uh -huh. sylvester stallone who okay action star right he is amazing he is he is i i'm not a particular fan of the rocky films but his other stuff is is pretty darn good <laughs> um, what's the one where they're climbing mountains cliffhanger cliffhanger okay cheesy <laughs> wonderful and made made double wonderful because it was sylvester stallone and <laughs> john lithgow <laughs> Classic. Demolition Man. 
Heck yeah. Oh yeah. Um, um, uh, Judge Dredd, the original. Oh, I forgot about the original one. He's so good. <laughs> so good. And the um, Expendables series too. Just wonderful. They all have a sense <laughs> of humor and it's really cool. So his first idea early in his or, or early in his film career he was going to have himself star in a biopic about Edgar Allan Poe oh my goodness that would have been amazing <laughs> buff Edgar <laughs> Allan Poe punching ravens all over the place <laughs> both my fist <laughs> And I guess there's pictures of uh, costume tests out on the uh, interwebs. Oh, my goodness. Uh, and he realized he just wasn't that <laughs> guy. He can't do this. If anybody listening can find us those pictures, email them to popcornandplaylist at gmail.com. Um, and you just might get a crying bumper sticker. <laughs> that is amazing. So this this begs the question. The, these are movies that we are thankful in most cases, except for Tim Burton, Nick Cage, Superman movie. Yeah. yeah. That would have been incredible. Um, What movies don't exist, but should. That is a great question. You start. I would say a um, um, Scorsese remake of Mallrats. (laughs) (laughs) Or a Tim Burton remake of Mallrats. Oh my goodness. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> Could you imagine how dark that mall would be? Yeah. <laughs> Wes Anderson directing <laughs> All Quiet on the Western Front. <laughs> War is rather whimsical. <laughs> <laughs> the guys who did the uh the Scooby-Doo movie doing Chasing Amy. <laughs> I'm just stuck on Kevin Smith movies now. <laughs> um, Guy Ritchie's Pride and Prejudice. <laughs> Starring Ryan Reynolds. <laughs> <laughs> As the girl. <laughs> oh, man, that could be um, Guillermo del Toro. Um, doing any Wes Anderson movie would be <laughs> any any one of them <laughs> I love it um <laughs> Patty wow. Jenkins getting to do Wonder Woman 2 on her own accord without studio input whatsoever Ooh. <laughs> <laughs> I I think a uh, a sequel to uh, ET <laughs> with with all of the characters from three or two and a half men. <laughs> Same script. It's just Charlie Sheen getting. <laughs> no, no, no. <laughs> I would like to see. Um, Matt Stone and Trey Parker do the West Wing. (laughs) 
with CGI cartoons. Oh gosh. Not not oh, the gosh. Uh, not the high quality South Park stuff. <laughs> Whack with <So>. me. <laughs> Yes. Yes. <laughs> uh. Oh my God! They nuked Iran. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's. Or so... it would be the best. That's. <laughs> or it would be absolute. It would be a musical. The musical West Wing. Oh goodness. <laughs> Sweeps the Tonys somehow too. Exactly. Exactly. <laughs> right. With a with a trombone solo in there somewhere. Played by the president. <laughs> <laughs> oh, oh, so wonderful, wonderful. <laughs> um, <laughs> yeah. Anyway, so uh, so yeah, I think that's uh, popcorn and playlists for this evening. I would like to leave you with a um, thought. Okay, a thought that. Um, most people. I'm most nervous people. now. That was such I a know, long pause. <laughs> I could go with the really dismal one with every broken clock tells you the exact time it passed away. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to go with that one. <laughs> All right. Good night, everybody. Good night. Thanks for listening to Popcorn and Playlists and Reaction Time and <laughs> Dogs. Email us with at, music and movie suggestions to popcorn and playlists at gmail.com. Yes, we don't know much, but we're fun. <laughs> <laughs> How about that for a tagline? <laughs> no, no, yeah. that's a good one. Yeah. All right. <laughs> good night. <laughs>